Hey y'all, it's Blonde Moments Podcast here, and my name is Melinda Collins. And I'm Gina Bogie. And I am so excited. It's freaking hot outside. I know. It's <laughs> summer has finally arrived here in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. We got 90s. Mm-hmm. In early June is like unheard of. I'll take it. Yes. Summer 2021 has to be better than summer 2020. It it is. Things are opening back up. Ball games. Yeah, the mask mandate had been lifted. If you've been June. vaccinated. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I said it's not come out of my nose. <laughs> you know what? We won't even go there. No, nope, we don't episode. need to go there. We don't need to. Y'all can have your beliefs, and that's okay. We'll have ours too, mm-hmm. and we'll just leave it at that. Because you know what? At the end of the day, as long as you're kind to each other and respect each other, that is all that matters to me. One hundred percent. Yes. Hey, that's my liner. One hundred percent. I say one hundred percent all the damn time. <laughs> I think you stole it from me. I remember one time you were editing and you said that I said one hundred percent like <laughs> eighty times. <laughs> it's either fuck pussy or one hundred percent. Yeah, those are my go tos. <laughs> I would say first would be fuck. Second pussy, closely followed by 100%. No, I think pussy is in third place. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to be honest. Oh, shit. Oh, and concerts are coming back up too. Mm -hmm. Like, ooh, I saw the Biebs, my Justin Bieber. He's rescheduling his tour, which I'm so excited about. Ooh. Yeah, is he coming to Summerfest? He is, but I don't know if I want to see him at Summerfest because that's more of like um not as an intimate of a of a venue. So I know he's going to Chicago, and I think that you and I are going to go to that one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I would go. I listen to his station, like his Amazon Prime station, all the time. Yeah, so. see, it's good. And I need a new Bieber sweatshirt. My other one is old. I need a new one, so yeah. I need a new new Bieber tour sweatshirt. Do you have the sweatshirt where Bieber's hair is like pushed over his eyebrows, like when he first came out? Mm-mm. I got one from the Purpose tour, and let me tell you that that was when he, in my opinion, was at his hottest during oh. the Purpose tour. Oof. I don't even know what that means. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> what songs was out of his during that time? Um, Where Are You Now, that one remix oh, okay. with Skrillex. I mean, there's a bunch of good ones on there. I was talking with my niece's friend, and so they're 11-year-olds, and the little girl, I was asking her who her celebrity crush was, and she said Cole Sprouse. And I think that's who? funny. He was one of the twins from Big Daddy. Like the little boy. Oh, my god! And it's funny because I'm like, dude, he's like closer to my age than her age. Sorry was also from that one. Is it too, too late now to say, say sorry? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Okay. When you want to say yes, but you're telling me no. What do you mean? <laughs> She's looking at me like, what? <laughs> There's other ones that I know on there, but just because I have the entire album that I don't think that you would know. No. Unless it's on the radio, I'll have no clue. Oh, but yeah, that was like his hot phase, if you ask me. Not that he's not an attractive man, but I mean, the Purpose Tour was it. He just doesn't get things moving along for me. I don't mind his music, but he's not my type. But I am very happy to see he seems like he's matured and happily married. Yeah, he seems very happily married and matured. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I love it. I love this super healthy version of the (laughs) Biebs. 
Not that he wasn't healthy before. Oh, yeah. See, there you go. Okay. That's when he was doing the Calvin Klein. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to switch gears here. No, so- let's just talk about it. <laughs> you can – I can stop, give you some time alone. I need a few moments. You can use the bathroom. I might be in there a while. So my friend Chet and I were having a conversation about a different cast member, and – he didn't have a very good experience with her, but he said something along the lines like he wouldn't be surprised if she would cut off some guy's dick if he crossed her, Lorena oh. Bobbitt style. Wow. Well, I, I can see where he was going with that, and I started laughing. Well, then we started talking, and I'm like, I wonder, like, because I heard he went into porn, John Bobbitt. He did. He actually got his penis reattached yes but didn't he have it like lengthened too or something like didn't he somehow get it made bigger that i don't know but i started i was like well i'm gonna google image to see what (laughs) this penis looks like a picture of his dick is it on there well i was trying to find the reattached version which i was unsuccessful in but i did find a, a cut off version (laughs) <laughs> of his actual dick of his actual off? dick and chet was like there's not a chance in hell i'm gonna google image these things and i said okay so i go <laughs> to send him the blurred out picture <laughs> and i actually accidentally sent it where it actually shows the penis on the bottom too <laughs> and i was dying laughing anyways the reason why i'm bringing this up is the name of the porno that he did was called Franken Penis. Oh. <laughs> oh, are you feeling That's bad for him? Of, well, he didn't cut his own dick off. We've talked about that in previous episodes, how people cut their own dicks off okay, for like sexual apparently pleasure. He was, he was super abusive to Lorena. And that's why she had enough, and that's why she did it. Oh, see, I didn't know that. I don't know the whole story. I, the only thing I know is that she cut his dick off. I honestly don't know any backstory <laughs> in between, like, their relationship or what sure. happened. I'm sorry. I'm just so laughing because he was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I can't believe you sent me that. And I really thought I cropped out the bottom pictures, but I didn't. All right, let's see it. Let me see it. Okay, here you go. This is his actual dick. This is is his actual penis. Oh, wow. It's severed. This is the severed one that they had to find. Oh, how did they reattach this? Well, what's interesting to me is like... This is my favorite photo right here below it. Like the... (laughs) In the, the attorney court. in court holding up the picture of the severed penis. The look on his face. He's I mean, like, this is the dick. This is the dick right here. This is exhibit, exhibit A. A. <laughs> the dick. But then it got me thinking. It's like, would people prefer John Bobbitt's original penis, his severed penis, or his reattached penis? So I, I was thinking, hey, let's do a poll on that. <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry. Would people prefer say this again? His natural penis before it was cut off, his severed penis, or the reattached version? Are you saying if they what picture would they like to look at? No, what what do they want to play with? Oh, <laughs> I want the reattached penis. You do? Fuck yeah! I want to see if it still works. Oh man, it reminded me of that freaking Frankenstein dildo. Hmm. Yeah. 
Who could forget the Frankenstein dildo? I don't know. I would want to see what it looks like reattached. Like, how quickly... I need to know more about this story. I did not know that I didn't know so much about the Lorena Bobbitt story. How soon after she cut his dick off did he get it sewn back on? Like, did she just hand it to him? Did he find no, it somewhere? She, the cops had to look for it. She she went driving and threw it. <gasps> oh, <laughs> shit. Man, so that's lucky they found it. <laughs> yes. Can you so imagine sorry. being the cop that's just looking for a dick? <laughs> well, this reminds me. I just watched this movie on Netflix called The Package. And if you see this on Netflix, it doesn't actually like this. The cover art just shows the eggplant emoji. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's written by the same guys who made Workaholics, so Adam Devine, Blake Anderson. and I See, I don't know that one either. Okay. Watch this movie. Okay. Because it's very similar to what we're talking about right now. But I will give you the Wikipedia attack of John Bobbitt play-by-play. Yeah. It's not even true crime episode, but I need to hear it. So this was June 23rd, 1993 in Virginia. Lorena Bobbitt stated in a court hearing that after coming home that evening, her husband raped her. Oh, that's terrible. After he then went to sleep, she got out of bed and went to the kitchen for a drink of water. She then grabbed an eight-inch carving knife on the kitchen counter, returned to the bedroom, pulled back the sheets, and cut off his weenie. Like, how did she do it, though, without cutting? Like, did she grab it and, like, Go from the bottom up and just slice? I mean, she must have. Because she, if you went the other way, he'd like cut his thighs and stuff, right? Right. And he was like, what, half asleep and didn't realize what was going on? Right, he was sleeping. I'm, I'm painting a scenario in my head here. And you know, the cut looks like it's on an angle too. It does. Mm-hmm. But my thought, would it, she would have to grab it, have the knife under the dick and pull up, mm-hmm. you know? I, I think so, too. It says, after that happened, Lorena left the apartment with the severed appendage and drove away in her car. After a while driving and struggling to steer with one hand, she threw it out the window into a roadside field. She eventually stopped and called 911, telling them what had happened and where the penis could be found. John, I'm so sorry. <laughs> John Bobbitt's penis was found after an exhaustive search and after being washed with antiseptic and packed in saline ice, it was reattached in the hospital where he was treated. The operation took nine and a half hours. Oh, my God. So and that same night. Yes. What was he doing while she just drove off with his dick? Was she... I'm sure screaming. Yeah. Do you think he called the police too? Like, what was happening? It says he always would have orgasms and he didn't wait for me ever to have an orgasm. He's selfish. See, men, take note. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds to me like there was more going on there. Oh, yeah. If you continue to read everything, it seems like it was a a very sexually, physically, and emotionally abusive relationship. Yeah. I was going to say, it sounded to me like there's a lot more going on there. Mm -hmm. Man, I don't think I could personally do it. Like, as mad as I've been at my husband, I have never... And I mean, never even thought about chopping his dick off. I mean, I feel like she probably, if if something happens to enough, like you become a different person or she might have had like a bout of temporary insanity. I mean, I would say your best bet is to just leave that person. You know, sometimes if, if it's, it's an not abusive, that easy, but yes, I agree. Yeah. If it's yeah. an abusive relationship, there's so many resources out there where you can get some help and, you know, get away. You don't need to be chopping body parts off. 
Whether it's a dick, an arm, a finger, a toe, you don't need to be chopping any body parts off. Well, the plot thickens. Oh, gosh. This is just after he was, after the reattachment surgery. It said he attempted to generate money from his from his own by forming a band, The Severed Parts. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> the band was unsuccessful and failed to generate enough money, so then he got into- Oh, that's weird. That's weird that that band was yeah. unsuccessful. <laughs> my dick got cut off. La-da-da-da-da. And now I'm gonna do porn. <laughs> so the first adult film he start, starred in was John Wayne Bobbitt, Uncut. Oh. <laughs> uh, lies, you were cut. You were cut, yeah. <laughs> and then, and then Franken-Penis. <laughs> Can we see these porn films anywhere? Are they on like YouTube? I don't know, but I really do want to watch. I want to see. I have a I have a screenshot of the the uh, cover of Franken Penis, and what I noticed is the woman's arms are incredibly toned and make me very happy to look at. Yeah, they are. But. <laughs> Uh, he went on then to appear on WWE, Monday Night Raw is War television program where he was featured with Val Venus. Oh, yeah. It's the, the video is on here. Oh, just you just searched for the... Yeah, I searched Franken-penis. Damn. It's got the good music. A little sexy music, like yeah. typical porn music. Man. Well, anyways, I just thought this was so funny because it ended up coming up in conversation totally random, but it made me laugh. Like, oh, yeah. That's him. That's uh... a... <laughs> would you just Google John Bobbitt porn? I, I Googled Frankenpenis and then went <laughs> under the videos tab. <laughs> I know what I'm doing tonight. Well, I was trying to find pictures of his reattached penis and I was unsuccessful. Oh, he's pretending like he's just woke up from a nap. Whoa, and whoa, whoa, whoa. It says, women there. if you Google Frankenpenis, it says cast and iced tea is underneath there. Well, I have not seen iced tea yet. Oh, it was directed by Ron Jeremy. Yes, I saw that. Who I have He's met. got a Speedo on. Oh, no. <laughs> and there's three girls that are. <laughs> oh, my God. So it says it's an it's outlandish nice porno spoof featuring a post-surgery John Wayne Bobbitt as Frankenpenis, a castrated man who had a super penis sewed onto him in an experiment. <laughs> I still don't see his penis yet. I'm trying to... Oh, here. I mean, there's a whole bunch of pussy. Yeah, they don't want you to see it. Nobody wants to see that. It, this, oh, it, I, here it is. Uh-oh. Does it look normal? You don't have to you show me. You can see where it's been sewn back on. <laughs> so it really is a Franken-penis. Yes. Do they, do they just do that for the sake of this movie? I don't know. You have to see this, though. We have to watch Uncut, not Franken-penis. Well, I have got Franken-penis here. This is what it says the storyline is. Franken-penis is a man who was castrated by his undersexed wife. Seeking the ability to have sex once again, he has a bizarre surgery. You can see where it's been sewn back on. Do you see it? She's going to town sucking his dick. He has a bizarre surgery in which a large castrated penis is sewn onto him. It works, but brings the consequences of being endangered by the oversex ultimate pleasure master, the bride of Frankenpenis, who has more stamina oh, than any man alive. Weird shape. That's what I I didn't I don't I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like so, that. So like the bottom of it is very fat and then all of a sudden there's like the scar area and the top of it is, it looks like a little pyramid. Yes. Kind and of. You know what? We've talked about those penises before. I, I'm, no, I'm not a fan. 
It doesn't look like he's able to get fully hard, though, in my opinion. Oh, not enough blood flow, huh? Yeah, like it just... Oh, this is the weirdest looking penis. Well, what do you expect? (laughs) Truly, what do you expect? I don't know. Okay, here, look, I am zooming in on it. Oh, no, I'm going to get queasy. Yeah, (laughs) I, you know what? Why did I bring this up today? I knew you would go in. You would take this further than I needed it to go. I'm just flat out watching porn while we're recording right now. (laughs) But I think you missed what I said the storyline was. I like the music. Oh, stop. You don't need to point it in my direction. Listen, okay, you have to listen to this though. So he gets this large castrated penis sewn onto him and it says it brings the consequences of being endangered by the oversexed ultimate pleasure master, the oh. bride of Franken penis, who is more stamina than any man alive. Oh. <laughs> so fast forward, let's see what she looks like. Well, she's going to need a lot of stamina for this fucking chode. I really want to know if... This is beyond a chode. It looks... It looks almost like a... A pyramid. You said it right. Yeah, but almost like a ball sack at the bottom. <laughs> it's so strange. All right, I'm going to try I mean, to... it is a real. There's no... Penis. This thing is not even able to get fully hard. <laughs> I mean, why does it say that Ice-T is a cast member in this? I'm zooming through here. So far, they're only sucking it, too. Nobody has gotten on his, like, nobody has put it in their pussy. You know? Because I, I would you? I, I don't think I'd even be able to put that in my <laughs> mouth. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, oh. No, I don't think there's, no, it's just two girls. Ice-T is in Frankenpenis. What the hell oh, is Ice T doing? I think he's put it in her ass. Oh my god! <laughs> We're cut off. We're not allowed to to just. I don't see any Franken bride here. Are we sure that that's this one? Yeah, Franken penis. I'm I'm failing to see that. I mean, you're just at the you're just at the sex scenes. Yeah, it's <laughs> just your moaning. <laughs> All right, so that's something I've never seen before today. It was Franken Penis starring John Bobbitt's very weird shaped penis. I highly recommend giving it a look. It's interesting, at least. I don't think it's something that you could get off to. Um, well, the women looked all right. I am not turned on. <laughs> You want to go back to talking about Justin Bieber? Yeah, I think I need your to mental palette to get the image of that <laughs> penis, that weird dick, out of my brain. Ah. It looks like an ice cream cone. Like I don't know what the best way to describe it, it is. It looks lumpy and weird. It looks lumpy and weird, yeah. and like it cannot get all the way hard for sure. <sighs> Either he was nervous, or that thing doesn't work fully. Because, but if you are him. Even if you don't get it to work other than 75%, you still have to be pretty happy it works oh, at all. Oh, fuck yeah, because at least he still has like a head on his dick. I, I wonder if he actually like got off in this video though. Right. I wonder if it feels like it still feels as good. I cannot ever watch that video again, so I will not find out. Oh, officially grossed out yes. Gina. This doesn't happen very often. <laughs> I can't believe you Googling, trying to Google a picture of his dick last night didn't pull up the video. It it did not come up, so I just kept finding the the severed penis. 
Mel's like, I don't need to see this anymore. I don't need to see the reattached one anymore. So you know what? I take it back. (laughs) (laughs) I take back my previous statement that I would want to see the reattached one. Mm -mm. I'm going to go ahead and go with how it was first before it was ever cut off. That's the version I want. Okay. Well, there you go. Oh, man. I don't want any of them. Well, I thought we had to choose. (laughs) No, you're just nasty and wanted to choose. (laughs) That's like in the movie White Chicks. Have you seen it? One yes. of my favorites. But the the two cops are always like, who would you do? Carmen Electra on her period or Pamela Anderson? She has a yeast infection. And the guy's like, Pamela Anderson with the yeast infection. And then he's like, what about you? And he's like, oh, nope, got to go. Like he never answers the question. <laughs> That's what I just did to you. Oh, my God. God. Well, I mean, if I had a choice of none of them, that would be my choice, but... I think it's fair. How did we go down this road? Because I've been dying to talk to you about this. (laughs) Because I thought it was hilarious to even, like, think about... I mean, I remember I was, what, 12 or 13 when this whole case happened. I remember seeing the news articles and everything Well, yeah, at that age, you're like... Yeah, because it's penis. A penis. <laughs> I mean, we were looking in the dictionary for the word penis, right? right? Man, things are different. Now, all you have to do is type in penis and you, it's penis galore. Right. Teenagers are so lucky nowadays. Mm-hmm. We didn't have that back then. We had in the to day. read the description of a penis in the dictionary. Or sex ed <laughs> when they showed you, like, you know, anatomy pictures that aren't like they're drawn or, you know, whatever, yeah. computer drawn. I was watching Real Housewives of New York and they were drawing this naked man and I was giggling the whole time. It made me, I'm like, I, there, you could not put me in that situation. Oh, they had like a naked male model. Yes. And yeah. like every minute he like changed his pose. So, oh my God, I was giggling like a schoolgirl. <laughs> Never sign me up for something like that. I will be red in the face the whole time. I'm doing it for our birthdays this year. <laughs> I'm doing it. We're drawing. I, I'd rather draw a female. I think I would be more comfortable with that. I'm a horrible artist to begin with. I would just be laughing. It would. <laughs> I mean, I don't, it's just never something that I've wanted to do or had a desire to do. So, yeah, you know. Agreed. And then watching <sighs> the ladies doing it, I'm like, I would, I would have zero composure the entire time. I would be yeah. giggling. Especially if we had a really teeny tiny one. Well, they seemed very happy with what they were drawing. Oh, well, there you go. See? Yeah. I imagine you know, a, a male model to do that would have to be pretty confident. There's, I would never be able to do that. With a bunch of strangers looking at me naked drawing me. Right. This is what I'm saying. Like you have to, you show up there. You have to have so much confidence because some of their drawings could make you look real fucked up. Right. And Mine like, would. <laughs> I don't have that big of a gut. <laughs> but like, I'm like thinking like, man, you you have to like, I think the same thing about strippers when they have to go to parties and you like walk in and everybody's like talking to you and then all of a sudden you just have to take your clothes off in front of them and dance or yeah. I, I would be so awkward and never. It's so, one job that's never in my career future ever. No, among many others. But yes, that is not. But I remember I was I was at a friend's 21st birthday party and I was underage, but we rented this party bus. It was all women and I'm sitting next to this one guy like just 
thinking that he's friends with the birthday girl and like we're sitting there talking and all of a sudden the music starts playing and he stands up and rips his pants off and he's wearing this (laughs) gold thong white socks and black shoes I'll never forget it and just starts like humping poles and stuff and I was like what just like my poor like little eyes I couldn't even believe that happened but I'm like I would be so awkward if that was me having to like come into this situation and then knowing as soon as that music started playing I had to rip (laughs) my pants off (laughs) that's why I think party boy from jackass is so funny to me Oh, yeah, He's my for favorite. Sure. And Maddie's always like, oh, that's so stupid. I'm like, I think it's hilarious because of the people's reactions. But I don't know. Not not something I'd be able well, to do. Well, and yeah, because 10 years later, when you decide you want to settle down, have a family and get married, that's, you know, you're going to run into people from those days. I dated a guy for like a month. And then I found out he was a stripper and I was like, I can't do this. Like, I am not secure enough in my own skin to date somebody who is capable of doing that. No, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Hey, like you pay your bills. If you have fun with it, you love it fine. But like for me, oh, I'm way too jealous and insecure of a person to. (laughs) I mean, sex workers in general, I ain't mad at you. Do your thing. exactly. Do whatever you need to do. But it's just, it's not for me personally. Same. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just I don't know all those places like Chippendales. All that all that stuff is so cheesy to I me. Agree. Like, there's no point in time where I've been around any of it and I'm like horned up or anything. I'm just. Oh my god, I agree. Yeah. One I used to work at this. It was Have a Nice Day Cafe in Milwaukee, and they would have the Chippendales come in quarterly, and you'd get these. Oh my god, middle aged women were the worst. They are worse than men. They were so horned up. It was wild yeah, seeing see, what none these of that women stuff were doing is a turn on for me no i mean like the men were nice looking and they all were very nice people but i i mean what would you do if like you were in bed one night and maddie came in there and like ripped his pants off and had a gold thong on and started dancing i mean i would laugh <laughs> but i could if i could get into it in that situation but like no i i mean i a man in a thong isn't very sexy to me anyways I mean, as long as they don't have a, like a big hairy butthole or something, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> big hairy butthole, not just yeah, a bush, yeah, like just tufts of hair <laughs> coming out the back of the thong. <laughs> hey, that protects your butthole when you sit down. Mm-hmm. You're like, okay. <laughs> I don't. My husband does not have a hairy butt like at all. So I mean, if he put a thong on, I'd be happy. I just don't think it looks nice. I'd want him to like, mm, mm, like flop his dick around in it, you know? Okay, that might be exciting. I will even say like Magic Mike the movie. I was like, it's <laughs> a funny story. So my sister like loved Magic Mike. Well, she also like I never watched one of them. She loves Channing Tatum. And I was like, I just don't get it. Like, I I don't know. It seemed like stupid and cheesy to me. And one year I was wrapping Christmas presents and I think it was TBS or E! Network or something was on and Magic Mike was on. I just had it in the background. I wasn't paying attention. And I like looked up at the TV at one point. It was Channing Tatum was like doing like this solo dance. And I was like, okay, I get it now. (laughs) I mean, he's a dancer though. Right. But that's like, that's what I'm saying. It's like, if it's more like a dance, like you're doing like a real dance, it would be sexy. But just somebody just like shaking their floppy dick in front of your face. I'm I'm (laughs) I'm good on that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's most, anytime I've ever seen a male stripper, that's all they do is that humping. Where their dick flops up and down. That doesn't do anything for me. I mean, it's entertainment, but it doesn't. (laughs) It doesn't make me wet or anything. 
<laughs> no, it makes me like giggle like a yeah, little girl. Yeah, me too. It makes me yeah. laugh. We all know I'm not very mature as far as the things that I find funny. <laughs> so there's that. Oh my god, I, I truly don't know how we go down the rabbit holes we go down. Sometimes I, I don't, I just don't. And the best part is, it's always unplanned, so mm-hmm. it just happens. Like when we come to record, I don't know what she's going to talk about. <laughs> we have like things in our phones pulled up that we want to talk about that we came across, but I don't know what right? she's got in her pocket. She doesn't know what I got in mine. You just never know. That's why this is so fun. I watched John Bobbitt porn today. <laughs> <laughs> You didn't think that was going to happen, huh? No, I did not. And I will never watch that again. Well, you're welcome. Although I do highly recommend everyone out there just at least taking a look at it because it is a it is the weirdest Ugh. looking dick I, I have ever seen. I just got the chills. Seen. Like that gross, even just thinking about looking yeah. at it again. I'm all set. It was the weirdest dick I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it should be though, right? Yeah. It should be. He had a nine hour surgery to have the head of his dick reattached. <laughs> so today's episode <laughs> we'll get there we'll get there today's episode is about weird stories that you can't believe they're true or strange stories that you can't believe they're true or whatever mm-hmm. so i want to touch on this real quick though because we had touched on it previously and i thought this was the perfect episode for it the foreign accent syndrome yeah which I think is a strange thing that's hard to believe it's true, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I'll agree. So I looked up Wikipedia. It just says foreign accent syndrome is a medical condition in which patients develop speech patterns that are perceived as a foreign accent that is different from their native accent without having acquired it in the perceived accent's place of origin. Okay. Usually it results from a stroke, but can also develop from head trauma, migraines, or developmental problems. Migraines? Yeah. We both get migraines, so yeah. this is concerning. Shit, that would be cool if one day I just start talking <laughs> proper English. Hello, this is Melinda. Nope, that was awful. Hello. <laughs> See, you always go cockney. You go, you know what? When you do that, it reminds me of Pirates of the Caribbean. Hello, puppet. Every time. My name's Gina. <laughs> the biggest what? smile on your face. <laughs> the condition might occur due to lesions in the speech production network of the brain or also may be considered a neuropsychiatric psychiatric fast neuropsychiatric maybe okay we'll go with that <laughs> psychiatric psych <laughs> I love you so much do 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 moving along i can read Condition. <laughs> it's a neuro condition. Neuro condition. We'll just say that. You, you said neuro perfect, though. Yeah. yeah. You know what? Thank you. <laughs> Thanks hey, for having my back. 50% of the word is still a C, right? So you're good. See, this is why I love you. You always got my back. <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> the condition was first reported in 1907. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. So imagine back then they just thought these people were crazy. crazy. Maybe that's how the, the pe- people were being 
framed as witches. Yeah. I know that wasn't 1907, but... Between 1941 and 2009, there were 62 recorded cases. So not a lot, right? I mean, that's quite a span of years for only 62 recorded cases. Sure, but even it happening once is odd to me. I mean, yeah. To the untrained ear, those with the syndrome sound as though they speak their native languages with a foreign accent. For example, an American native speaker of English might sound as though they spoke with a southeastern English accent. Mm. So very interesting that this is actually a thing. I hope this never happens to me. Yeah, because my luck, I'd wake up with a real deep Kentucky accent, and then you guys will never be able to understand me again. Right. <laughs> I mine would probably say, but here's the thing that I was. About me. Well, then, go around, get some turner. That's. <laughs> <laughs> but you know how we can fake an accent not very well. But Speak my for yourself, was, <laughs> that was just gold. <laughs> Couldn't you just wake up and then you're like, oh shit, I've got an accent. Oh bloody hell! <laughs> what do I do now? <laughs> so good it's so real <laughs> couldn't you just like fake an american accent again oh i love when english people fake american accents. yeah but that's what i'm saying couldn't sure. you just be like oh shit i better fake an american why accent do you have to now? fake it well because if you woke up with the accent i know but like, why why can't you just embrace your well, new accent if you didn't want to what if you were embarrassed then i guess you could <laughs> if, F, if fas just hit you like a ton of bricks and you're like i don't want this What's FAS? Foreign accent syndrome. (laughs) Okay. All right. Fast hit me like a son of a bitch. Yeah. And you're like, I don't want this life. This life isn't for me. It's not for me. (laughs) That was was a good one. That was a good one. Yeah. (laughs) So anyways, if you Google it, there is so many stories out there of people that, you know, share their stories. Um, But then even more interesting, I found an article where people wake up speaking a foreign language. Like, Okay, that's crazy. That's insane to me. Because you know how much training you would have to To do? To learn a new language. So it's called bilingual aphasia and (sighs) supposedly occurs when one area of the brain that learns a language is damaged while another remains untouched. So a neurologist said that this happens so much it doesn't surprise him. I mean, it surprised the fuck out of me, right? So, Agreed. So it gave an example of a man who woke up in a hotel room in Palm Springs, California. He had no idea who he was and spoke only Swedish. He called himself Johan Eck, but all of his documents said that he was born in Florida as Michael Boatwright. And though he lived in Japan and China, he spoke Swedish exclusively. He calls the whole situation a nightmare. I mean, yeah. This sounds like he's running from the law. <laughs> maybe he had that one book how to get away with murder what was the, that one true crime i did the three guys who faked the murder or they actually murdered somebody but faked the identity of the person they murdered and they the guy was found carrying the book like oh, how to yeah. change your identity what and, an idiot and get away with murder <laughs> Actually, that's the title of one of our episodes, so I can probably figure that out. There's another one where a woman uh, fell into a 24-hour coma in her native (sighs) Croatia. Damn. So she lives in Eastern Europe, and she woke up from her 24-hour coma speaking fluent German, a language that the 13-year-old girl had just started studying in school, and her Croatian was not so good. She had to then talk to her parents through a translator. Like, how crazy is that? That's pretty crazy. That, to me, is so much more wild than waking up with FAS. 
I'm just going with that now. I like it. Because it's easier than saying foreign accent syndrome. <laughs> but then you still said it. I still said it. <laughs> that would be even weirder to me. Like if you woke up not thinking you were the same person, speaking an t- entirely different language, that's fucking crazy. It is. I mean, did he know Swedish at all? You I know, like to think that's so. the language or all of a sudden you just – you've never even heard the language or studied it and that's what you wake up to. It was – the book was How to Create a New Identity and Several Fake IDs. (laughs) What an idiot. Moron. Well, that is one story that is just so wild to me. It's hard to believe. I want to know somebody who's had foreign accent syndrome. Mm -hmm. I want to – like, what happened? How is their life now? Does it go away? Can it be cured? Do you have to learn English all over again? Right. Or whatever your native language is? Yeah. Hmm. I have so many questions here, but that's just a wild one to me. I had no idea. Maybe I should read like someone's story. I wonder if anyone's got like a book out there. Yeah, I'm sure there is. If not, let's fake one. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I bought some gummy bears and thought about an ex from over 10 years ago. It was his favorite candy. We hadn't kept in touch. This was before social media. Later that day, I was eating the gummy bears and thought about him again, so I decided to Google him. His funeral was that day. (gasps) Oh my gosh, that's sad. But it's crazy. You know what? Over the last couple of months, I've learned a lot about the universe and how the universe can point you in a direction or tap you on the shoulder to teach you something. This is one of those Mm -hmm. things where all of a sudden somebody pops into your mind and that's what you find out. Yeah, that's crazy. crazy. I mean, you know me. I follow the guidelines of the universe. You do. That reminds me, I came across this article that your body can be compost after you die. You can choose to have your body buried or cremated traditionally when you pass away, but soon there will be another option, composting. In April 2019, a bill was passed in the state of Washington to make natural organic reduction a legal option. The process can turn a human body into compost within weeks by giving the natural process of decomposition a gentle boost. Bodies are put in a temperature-controlled rotating vessel along with some wood chips, straw, and gases. After the process is completed, a cubic yard of soil per person is left, which loved ones can then take home to grow a tree or plant from if they wish. I think that's really cool. It is so gross to me. Why? Thinking about having to be the person who's in charge of putting your body into this thing with straw. You think that's less morbid than morticians? Yeah, I feel like this would be a longer process. Not really. You put them in the thing and let them go for a couple weeks and come back and then there's soil in there. Okay. I don't like this one. <laughs> I'm just saying, uh, to me, a mortician is more morbid. The embalming process, putting a bunch of makeup, sewing people's eyelids and lips yeah, shut. But you, that's still going to happen, I would imagine, Ugh. because that's for the, the no, wake. No, no, they don't have to do any of that. Well, Okay. I'm just talking about just the actual process of them being turned into I think compost. It's, I think it's cool. I'm I'm all for this. I've said to my husband before I would like to be because I've seen those things where you can put yourself into a, like a pod and uh-huh. plant a tree. I think that's so cool. Like why not? I'm here for it. I think it's cool too. I just was picturing having to be the person to like cut you up and put you into this blender well, of sorts. And it's not a blender. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean though. 
It's a temperature-controlled rotating vessel. Yeah, so weird. I mean, I think it's cool. Like, you can just become soil and help fertilize, you know, become a tree, fertilize. Like, I think that's really cool. The other thing I think is super weird to me is when people have somebody cremated and then they take them to an ocean and just pour them in the ocean. It is so gross to me because I like to swim in the ocean. Right. Or you stand up on a cliff and you pour them out. Like what if the wind blew them all over you? Like the big Lebowski. I still haven't seen that movie. I know. I know. How am I your best friend? I don't know. That is one of my favorite movies. I know it is. I've seen parts. I just haven't seen the whole thing. And you like white Russians. I love white Russians. (sighs) Mel. I know. I'm actually disappointed in you right now. Good. I'm disappointed that you don't like John Bob <laughs> When I was around eight, my dog followed my dad to wait with me for my school bus. While they were waiting, my dad saw Fluffy get hit by a truck. Aww. So he took him and buried him. We then went out of town for the weekend, but on Sunday evening when we got home, Fluffy was standing on our porch. Dad couldn't believe it and told us, I buried him Friday. Turns out... Fluffy had just been knocked out cold, so he rose from the dead and waited on us oh, to come home. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's like that one story uh-huh. we shared with the rabbit. Yep. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that that rabbit story is crazy to me, though, because you literally knew this thing was just yeah. torn apart, buried. The dog had dug mm-hmm. it up, remember? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so they washed it. And- <laughs> <laughs> so terrible. Angry – no, I won't say the title of this. Okay. I, I don't yeah, don't give it. it away. There is this guy at my work that I despise. He is lazy, inconsiderate, inconsiderate. Why is it so hard to talk sometimes? I actually didn't hear you say that wrong. We might hear it later. When okay. You- <laughs> <laughs> and only makes work harder. He's related to the big boss, so you know the story. He is always plugging his phone into the loudspeaker and playing god-awful indie rock music. <laughs> I like indie rock rock music, too. (laughs) He swears the Shags are the best band ever. Look them up and try not to shove a rusty screwdriver down your ear hole. I've never heard of the Shags. I don't know them either. The Shins, I've heard of them. Apparently, we don't like indie rock as much as we just claimed we did. Apparently, we don't. So every day, I wipe my ass with my hand after taking a raunchy morning shit. I then walk into the break room. Come on. (laughs) Oh, no. He eats a massive lunch every day, like three bologna sandwiches, a bag of chips, and cake. Maybe a humongous bowl of chili. Every day, I taint his food. <gasps> no. What it, we've talked about so many times. Don't fuck with people's food. No, never. Ew. And with poop? That's disgusting. Come on. And I laugh each day as I chit-chat with him during lunch break. This is cold-blooded. You cold. Putting shit on his cold cuts. Oh. His baloney and his chili. Sh- hot shit on his cold cuts. <laughs> no. Don't mess with bologna sandwiches either. Those are delicious. Oh, I hate bologna. Mind your own business. Turkey all day, every day. Miracle Whip. Ew. Miracle Whip. My favorite. No. Bologna with nacho cheese Doritos. I'll give you a wild guess what I use for mayonnaise. Your husband's semen. That's a good idea. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I'm sure it's something I've probably never even heard of. I just take a guess. 
Well, I would say mayonnaise. Yes, but what type of mayonnaise? Hellman's. Oh, you really? No, I don't that know. That you take me for a Hellman's I, girl? I don't know mayonnaise brands. I use Sir Kensington's avocado organic mayonnaise. Yeah, see, that's some shit I would never want to eat. <laughs> Give me miracle No, the Sir Kensington's is quite delicious. You can have it. They even make flavored ones. Like they have a sriracha mayo and Sir Kensington's is the shit. Yeah, give me the process. Hellman's. I don't. That's not what I eat. I like my Miracle Whip. Miracle Whip. Mm, The tangy zip. Miracle Whip. Threw up in my mouth. I accidentally set my best friend up on a blind date with her ex-husband. Oh, no. I was going out on a first date with a guy, and he asked if I had a friend for his friend. So I invited my best friend along, and then the guy showed up. Their jaws dropped, and we had many margaritas. At least it's funny. (laughs) At least you had fun, yeah. Like, oh, hey, it's you. Unless you really hated your ex. You know what? Maybe at that moment they decided they should get back together. Mm -hmm. Like it was meant to be. Yeah, they shared a Miracle Whip and bologna sandwich. Oh, no. That would be the breakup again. And it was love. Mm Mm-mm. I can picture it now. I kind of feel like in a scenario, if that were me, if that happened to me, I would feel like maybe this is something like telling sign. me. Yeah, like I need to give this another chance. Because if they were having fun and a bunch of margaritas, apparently there was no bad blood, you know. Mm-hmm. Maybe they, maybe she missed Write us in. dick. Update us. Let us know. Let us know what the, what the status is. Are they bobbing and weaving? <laughs> yeah. Ooh, I like this one. So it's late at night and I'm driving on one of those middle of the nowhere roads in the middle of nowhere, Nevada. Two lane highway, 55 miles per hour speed limit. This is the kind of road where if you break down out here, you know it's going to be a while before anyone else comes along. Ahead of my lights, I see a man, maybe mid 40s, walking along the road with his back to me. He isn't hitchhiking, just walking. As I pass him, I don't see any broken down cars, houses, or even any downed utility lines. He just turns his head and looks at me. I keep driving knowing that was weird, but whatever. About five minutes later in my headlights, I see a man walking down the road with his back to me. The same fucking dude. What the fuck? I'm thinking if this same thing happens, I drive past, he turns and looks at it. That's it. I'm a bit shaken at the impossibility of what just happens, but I am more convinced than ever that I made the right call and didn't stop. Five minutes later, I see him again, scream like a five-year-old girl and put my foot on the gas. I'm still shaking from the experience when I get home hours later and no one believes me. They went through like some time warp. Yeah, or maybe it was a ghost, a highway ghost. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. That shit's creepy. Yeah, especially if you're on a road like that that's that deserted. Ugh. I call bullshit. <laughs> you know, I like – it's a good story to tell, even if it is bullshit. Yeah, I can get behind that. My father had a heart attack many years ago, and I showed up to the hospital at 3 a.m. Given the time and the fact that he was in the ICU, I initially wasn't allowed in – However, I was finally let in by a nurse who calmed me down and allowed me to see my father. He was so kind to our family throughout my dad's hospital stay. About six months later, my paternal grandmother was in the ICU for a medical issue and again we were cared for by this nurse. About a year later, I received a call from my dad telling me to turn on CNN. Turns out the nurse was Charles Cullen who famously confessed to murdering up to 40 patients. (gasps) Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. That is crazy. Can you imagine and like the kindness that this person had showed you too? Yeah, because they were a psychopath. How crazy is that? They're lucky. Yes. If they were under their care. 
Man. I looked him up too on Wikipedia here, and it says that over his 16-year career as a nurse in New Jersey, he confessed to murdering up to 40 patients, but they were thinking that ultimately he was probably responsible for about 400. Oh my God, that's insane. mm -hmm. They considered him the most prolific serial killer in recorded history. Well, because if you think about it, in a hospital, if people die, it's not like it's necessarily questioned. Right, sure. That's fucking scary. He was sentenced to 18 consecutive life sentences, and he will be eligible for parole in 2403. Well, hopefully they never see the light of day. 2403, we'll, we'll be dead. Yeah. <laughs> That's Oh, yeah, I didn't think about that. I was thinking 2043. Sure, no, 2403. Yeah. No, no. Man. He's never getting out. <laughs> For 300 plus years. Yeah, he's never, he'll he's be in dead. There. Oh my goodness. Here we go. It says, he admitted killing several patients, one including an AIDS patient who died after being given an overdose of insulin. He had also contaminated IV bags. So yeah, probably, th- you know, overdoses of a heart medication. Yeah, and unless you were like looking into that specific medication, how would you know? Right, and it seems like a lot of them were elderly, so you probably are just thinking that... They just passed away, yeah. Oh my God, that is sick. What a twisted individual. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you're if they're very elderly and sick, the, the chances that you're going to perform an autopsy are slim to none, right? Right. Maybe I need to cover him in a true crime episode because there seems like there's a lot of yeah, stuff this, here. I, maybe you should. Stop talking about it. We'll, we'll save it for a true crime. <laughs> and then I do my back arrow on uh, my Google and there is his penis. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, we just Bobbitt. can't get away from John Bobbitt's penis today. He's just all up on my shit. We need to call this like the Bobbitt episode. <laughs> Bobbin for Bobbitt. Bobbin for Bobbitt. <laughs> Those girls' heads were bobbing on Bobbit, that's for sure. I mean, way to make lemonade out of lemons. Literally. Go from getting your schlong cut off to uh, being a porn star. Doing some weird-ass porn. With your real, quote-unquote, Franken-penis. Yeah. Again, I would still highly recommend just looking at it just to see this interesting (laughs) penis. Is he married now? No. You know what? No. I'm not talking about John Bobbit anymore. (laughs) I'm fucking done. Cut yourself off. (laughs) I don't care what he's doing with his life now. I secretly do. I'm Googling after I leave here today. You know you're going to watch the whole porn. I mean, you act like you're so like sweet and innocent and this burns your eyes forever. I know you too well. Oh, give me that weird dick. I literally, every time we talk about it, I get this weird chill. Like I could just puke. Yeah, this is one that I am not on board with. It is very scary. (laughs) We're going to have nightmares about that dick, that's for sure. (laughs) I used to live next to a senile old woman who would knock on my door late at night crying and saying there was somebody in her roof. I'd always have to assure her that it was just possums running around and that it was fine. This went on for years until her kids finally sent her to a home and new people moved in. A week or so after this, I woke up to police cars on the street outside of my house. I asked a new neighbor what happened and he told me he got out of bed to pee and saw legs dangling out of the ceiling in the kitchen <gasps> No. and assumed he was being robbed. The guy got away, but when the cops checked inside the roof, they found chairs, cans of beans, water bottles, magazines, and some blankets. Oh, my God. This man had been set up there for at least two years, (gasps) assuming her complaints coincided with him moving in. Oh, no. 
That's like our last true crime when the lady was in the steel drum and you're like living in this house yes. with it in there. That's even scary. You don't know. Scarier. Ew, you could be like peeking in on you and – Yeah, and mm. they thought she was just crazy. I don't like that. She once told me that her dementia was so bad she'd sometimes have to go to the grocery store shopping a few times a day because she'd come home and realize she forgot to buy anything. I wonder now if it's oh. just because he was taking all of her food. Mm-hmm. Way to like know your victim. Yeah. She's – oh my God. That is so scary to me. Mm-hmm. So she was right the whole time. People thought she was crazy. And people just thought that was, yeah, that she was crazy. Damn, I this that story gives me the creeps. When I was a kid growing up in Texas, we had a cute little weenie dog named Golandrina, which I don't know. Gol- Who the hell would name their dog? <laughs> Here, Golandrina. <laughs> Golandrina. <laughs> like what? I mean, maybe it's pronounced differently. Maybe it's Golondrina. <laughs> Either way, it's bad. <laughs> That's the best I can do. Golondria. <laughs> One day, the gate was accidentally left open, and she got out and ran away, leaving us heartbroken. A year later, the house next door. Golondria is gone. <laughs> she she go. She gone. <laughs> A year later, the house next door to ours sold, and our new neighbors from Kansas has the cutest little dog, a weenie dog. A few months later, after our neighbors had settled in, we started noticing certain things about the dog. I swear it felt like the dog knew us. Every time she saw us, she would whimper uncontrollably. So, one day, my parents finally decided to ask the neighbors how they had gotten the dog. They said they'd found her wandering their neighborhood in Kansas. After taking her to the vet to see if she was chipped, They had posted signs, but no one ever claimed her, so they decided to keep her. My dad told them we had a dog just like theirs, and her name was Golandrina. (laughs) (laughs) Turns out she was actually our lost dog, and they still had her collar that confirmed it was her. Oh, my gosh. Uh Uh-huh. So did they take the dog back? I bet they did. Give me back Golandria. (laughs) Golandria. I mean, maybe that's like a popular name somewhere, but I've... I've never even heard, like, seen this I've spelled out somewhere. I've never heard that in my life. It's G O L O N D R I N A. Galandria. Galandrina. What do you call that for short? Gogo. Golo. That's a good one. Golo. Golan. Golandrina. Go on and go feed Galandria. <laughs> I cannot with that. My dog's name is Dexter. I mean, that's pretty basic. Yeah, I mean, usually a dog's name is more than two syllables. Right. It, Not just, four. Yeah, Golandria. You're forgetting the N. Golandrina. Golandrina. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's even worse. Get her name right. <laughs> <laughs> so this still baffles me. But when I was a kid, we moved into a new house, and while the realtor was showing us around, I saw a lady sitting in a white dresser in a pink room. She even waved at me. When I asked my mom who it was, she just brushed me off because she was trying to listen to the realtor. The weirdest part of this was that once we moved in, we found that there were no rooms painted pink in the house. Mm. My family just brushed the whole thing off despite my being adamant of what I saw. Anyway, fast forward a few years. I'm in high school at this point and we start renovating the house. While stripping the wallpaper in the master bedroom, we found out it was painted pink. This still low-key freaks me out. That is crazy. Yeah. Damn. Mm. This is one of my favorite stories because I've seen so many stories like this on the internet. It says, my history teacher was showing us a slideshow of her trip to China when one of my classmates shouted, hey, those are my parents. 
Indeed, this girl's parents were in the background of my teacher's picture at Tiananmen Square. They not only were visiting China at the exact same time, but crossed paths with their daughter's teacher at just the right moment to photobomb her. But have you heard those stories when it's like two kids on a beach and then they end up being married like later down the like road? later down the line, yeah. Oh my God. I love stuff like that. I do too. Okay. I have one actually. My mom has a picture of her at the age of five on a crowded beach back in the early 70s. Oddly enough, my dad had a very similar picture of him when he was 10. Years later, they discovered they were in the background of each other's photo. That's crazy. That's fate. Yeah. Y'all cross paths for some reason. Mm-hmm. That's so wild. I love stories like that. Agreed. All right. I have one last one I'll share. When I was 10 years old, I didn't want to go to school one day. I faked a stomach ache so my grandmother would let me stay home. I've always been a bad liar, so my grandmother tried to call my bluff. She told me if I was too sick for school, then she would be scheduling me a doctor's appointment. Three hours later, I was rushed into emergency surgery. My fake illness actually turned out to be appendicitis, and it was so inflamed that if I hadn't come in that day, my appendix would have ruptured, potentially killing me. I felt 100% fine that day. Faking being sick saved my life. Wow. Yeah. Good old granny was taking your ass in, too. She was Mm -hmm. sick of your shit. She's like, enough of this. You keep pretending to be sick. I'm taking your ass in. Yeah. She's like, you ain't sick. Mm-hmm. And then she saved her life. And then she saved his life. Granny the, the hero. Mm-hmm. I said her life. Her. And then Granny saved their life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Good old angel Granny. Yeah, that's crazy. I like these stories. Mm-hmm. It's a fun one. All right. Well, next week, we will be back to our true crime antics. Mm-hmm. I can tell you one person I won't be covering, Lorena Bobbitt. Well, I might. <laughs> no, we have to let this <laughs> die here today. Yes, and, I, I'm good. And never speak of it again. Well, I don't know about that. A lot of times when we share these stories, listeners have their stories to share with it. So I hope that none of our listeners have had their dick cut off. I'm not saying that, but maybe oh. they like met him or who knows. So I, I don't know if this is going to be the last we're hearing about I Frank sh- and Penis. I hope so. God, I hope so. That's the last time we talk about this <laughs> image is burned in my brain anyways yeah you had the up close look of, at it i did not so i watched a couple minutes of it <laughs> so if there's any true crime stories that you do want us to cover send them in you can send them in to blonde moments podcast at gmail.com or you can slide in our dms <laughs> see we, we switched it up on you guys you know y'all never know what we're gonna yeah, do you just never know <laughs> They're like, you guys are stupid. We are. (laughs) Okay. All right. Well, I will end with our little blonde joke. What did Lorena Bobbitt say? I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I'm cutting your dick off. (laughs) (laughs) How funny would that have been, though? (laughs) A blonde was driving along the highway and approached a service station with a sign that said, clean restrooms. So she did. No. I knew it. (laughs) (laughs) What if you just lived your life? Like really, honestly, whatever sign you saw, you did what it told you to do. Oh, man. (laughs) I'm glad I'm not that blonde. As long as it's a stop sign, you'd be okay. (laughs) You just stop the whole time. Just stay there. (laughs) 